It is Encounter with God section here on Faith FM. We need to do some Bible study. Let's go to our Bible study of today. Let's look for our first verse that we're going to look at today. We are talking about applying God's Word. We're going to go to Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20. An amazing promise right here that the Bible gives to us um, about what can what God can do within us. And when we talk about applying God's word, really in many ways it comes down to applying the promises that God gives to us. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so Ephesians 3 verse 20 says, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. That's okay. a good verse. Why is that a good verse? Oh, I just think there's so much hope and it's like, all the things that you can think about, no, no, no. God can do way bigger than this, and it's going to be through his power in you. I think it's a good it's just, verse oh. because of all of the redundant words yeah. in it. We had this yesterday. Yeah. I love I love it when the Bible writers use redundant words. You know, you could read this, you know, now to him who is is able to do above what we ask. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That would be correct, wouldn't but it? But it doesn't have the same effect. But it would be correct. It would be it? correct. It would be correct. Yes, accurate. Yes. But that's like it's like using the word better. Better gives you no scope of like actual improvement. Uh-huh. You know, so if I I don't know, if I never do any homework at school, which I didn't as much as I should have, and I do better, which could just be one day a week, I do like 5 minutes. I have done better. But that's not a lot better. It's really not, you know. <laughs> 5 minutes. You know, it's really not. It's just like, oh, I'm doing something I've never done. Like <laughs> there's improvement, but there's not much. Yes, you know, if you've you- never done it before, any kind of any kind of improvement is 100% improvement exactly. right there. So you could say here, God will do more. It could be like the teeny tiniest bit more, but it's still more. Yes. Like I had this thought to, I don't know, I can't think of an example, but I had a thought and God would do like a tiny bit extra. But but here it's like, no, 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 this is going to be so much more. Like, <laughs> you know, it's just, it is redundant, but it also, like how else would you explain it? So maybe these are not redundant words. Yes, maybe not redundant. Yeah. So maybe if it said, maybe if the Bible said, now to, now to him who is able to do above what we ask. If it just stopped there, it would not be incorrect. Mm-hmm. And we could assume that that was 1% above what we ask. Yes. And that would be the impression that we got, that it was 1% above what we ask. Um, it, it would be it would be correct. And we'd be like, oh, it's okay, it's 1% above. Mm-hmm. But when the Bible says exceedingly abundantly <laughs> above all that we ask or think, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay, that is not 1% above. No. No, that, that's right. That, that is language that is trying to express, you know, 10,000% above what we can ask or think. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So maybe these words are not mm. redundant words. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they need to be there to mm. be able to uh, give us the true gravity of you know the, of, of God's power. Mm. Mm. Yeah. All right. So we've got the phone ringing. See if somebody's got through with the uh, answers to the quiz or uh, maybe some more comments on my comments. I'm getting everybody stirred up this morning. Um, <clears throat> don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> But if you're stirred up, then give us a call or shoot us a text message. Uh, 1-800-324-843 is the number or text us on 0491-064-669. Okay, so Romans chapter 8 and verse 32 is where we are up to next. Romans 8 verse 32. Okay, reads, He who did not spare his own son but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him... Also, freely give us all things. Okay, 
Why is this such a good verse? Why is it such a good promise? What's the promise here? In Mate, the verse. God is such a big giver. Okay. That's what I read. Uh-huh. I'm like, he's like, I I didn't even spare my own son for this, for your sake. Like, this is how much I want to lavish my goodness on you. Just imagine, just imagine what I want to do in your life through him now. Yeah. And, and this is something that we were talking about during the break. We have some great <laughs> in-the-break conversations here in the studio. Uh, about how that a parent won't even hesitate to give their life. You know, the average parent won't even hesitate to give their life for their child. Mm. It's not even something they stop to, you know, there there are things that, you know, like for instance, martyrdom. Let yes. me use martyrdom for an instance. What would you do if you were called to be a martyr? What would you? How would you respond if, if uh, you were called to give your life for your faith in God? And when I think about martyrdom, I think, okay, first of all, I don't have that courage right now. Plain and simple. Just don't have it. I'll be honest and put my hand up. Mm. It's just, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to be a hero. I'm trying to be real. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I consider something like that and I say, Lord, I can't do it. I pray that when the time comes, you will give me the power then to be able to do what I can't do now. Mm. That's how I look at it. When it comes to my children and giving my life for my children, it's like, oh, I wouldn't even blink. It's not even a question. It's not even, it's not even something you stop to even think about. Should it be that way? Probably not. But I'm a human and that's the way it is. That's just how I am. I'm being, I'm being vulnerable here this morning and, and sharing with you just, just I guess, how, how I am. Yes. And here we have the father who gives his son. Mm. You know, we often think about the sacrifice that Jesus made. Who made the biggest sacrifice here? You know, really? Yeah. Who made the biggest sacrifice? Um, and not only did he give his son, but he gave his son to live on this earth for 33 years, to suffer on this earth. You know, it's just, it's just, there, there is, the, the, the worst thing that you can do is to be able, is to stand back when you have the power to intervene and see your child get smashed. Hmm. Never done that, but because does, if I have the power to intervene, I intervene. Yeah, <laughs> I've never held my back from intervening in those kind of circumstances. But I think that's what's something that is so um, absurd in how much God is willing to do for us that He places such value on us. That he goes, man, perfection had to be like brutally just disregarded by you, you know. Like, but I value you so much that it was worth it. Like, what is that? Do you know what I mean? Like, that that God doesn't look at us and go, you weren't worth this. Because the fact that he makes this choice and Jesus makes this choice means that he goes, you are worth it. Like, what is that about? I can't I can't actually think about it too much because I'm just like, I don't get it. <laughs> but, it's, but at the same time, that's the thing that transforms my heart. You know, that's the thing that, that softens my heart to what God is trying to do in my life and other people around me. Yes. That, like, what were humans? And and we you know live on this speck of dust. Yes, yeah, yeah. Which is in the universe. It is just a speck of dust. And it's like, okay, Minnie, would you go and give your life for, you know, the little ants out there, the, the ant yeah. nest, the ant nest out there in mm. the middle of the yard. Absolutely. Let me go and find a random ant nest, Minnie. You can go give your life for them. Mm, mm-hmm. Would you do that? Doesn't make any sense. No, I'd spray some more tea down there. 
<laughs> problem yeah, yeah, solved. Yeah. No, you know absolutely. why didn't God just hit our world with more teen? Oh, problem solved. Sin's gone. Mm. Yeah, that's right. And that's all he had to do. But that's not in the character of God to do so. No, which changes everything. Which is so different from our character. Mm. Yeah, and it's so. How do you how do you wrap your head around that? I don't <laughs> because I can't wrap my head around giving my life for an ant nest, a random ant nest in the yard. Mm. No matter how bad that you know, one of them stings me, it's like yeah, you're probably going to cop some mortine down the hole, yeah. um, which is not nice. No, I, I, by God's grace, I would say no. The ant was just doing its ant thing, um, and the individual ant that stung me might get slapped and die as a result, but. The rest of you can live, and that's you yeah, know that yeah, is yeah. actually how we operate. But yeah, we are so different from God. We are so so different from God, and but the value He places on us is just—it's just mind-boggling. And I think if we read that verse in this context, then this is massive. That it's like, okay, I've done all of this, and now I want you to be part of the work. That other people see that this is who I am. Do you know, and like, for a parent, mm, yes, mm. that's right. Sorry, I went back. No, to, no you go. Keep I going. Went, I went back to where you we were because <laughs> I was on a thought. As a parent, it's another level again. It's like, okay, there's a random ant, ant nest out in the yard. Uh, I want you to go and give your life to that. I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. But if they, were, if, if if someone was to say, you need to give your child's life for that. Oh, yeah. So if you're a parent listening today, place that. Put yourself in those shoes. And that's what God chose to do for us because as ants, he loved us mm. and valued us that much and could not bear spending eternity without us. Mm. Wow. Okay, I backtracked. Where were you up to? Oh, no, I was just saying that this is amazing that in that context of God being like, you're this valuable to me, mm-hmm. now I want you to be part of it. Now mm-hmm. I want you to have my power in you to go show everyone else what I'm like. Sure. And God's like, man, if I can do this, like what, you think I won't use you? Yeah, that's right. Like, that's right. You know, I've gone to this extent, of course. And you think I won't give you gifts and you think I won't do good things for mm-hmm, you? Mm-hmm. Exceedingly, abundantly, uh, above what you can ask or think. Uh-huh. And this this actually speaks, I think, really amazingly into when you're having a really just terrible day, whether that's because of your own headspace stuff is going on and it's just dark and miserable, whether that's external factors in life, when your fear or your insecurity is speaking into, I'm useless, you look at this and this is God going, no, 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 like you, you, I have a purpose for you. And that's very encouraging. That is super encouraging. That's amazingly encouraging. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. We were talking about the, uh, before we went to the break, the song break we were talking about, an illustration of an ant's nest and our relationship to an ant's nest and why we wouldn't give our lives for an ant's mm. nest because, you know, we just don't value those ants enough. And uh, during the song, Bruce called in with uh, some comments. Um, and Bruce, uh, welcome to the show. Yeah, good. Bruce, what yep. would you like to share? Well, number one, we shouldn't be thinking of it like an ant's nest because actually this world... You know, we've got to look at it in a relationship like you're mentioning about father and, and children, that we are the ultimate world that God has created. If you look at the creation of the earth, the last thing God created was the greatest was man, right? Yes. Well, not only in this world, but this is the whole universe. We're the last world that God's created. He's given us procreation that I believe no other world has. 
and that because he was going to become one of us. This is part of his plan that God is actually becoming, as Jesus did, became a human being. And this is so deep, yet so wonderful. We are so so in tune with God, more closer to God than any other creator, more than the angels, but we don't realize it. And this is what sins deceived us. But when you start to think along those lines and get in tune with God, what he is wanting you to be and, you know, and your relationship with him, this is what it's all about. When you start to think, like you said, about your children, you give your life, that's what it's about. We actually are God's children closer than any because he's become one of us. And you know, you were talking yesterday about Romans 8.28 and whatever, but you missed Romans 1.8.29, where it says he predestinated us to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be firstborn among many brethren. We are to be just like Jesus, in a sense, as a son, a human of God, you know. not We're not God, we're his children. But we are so close, just like Jesus, and it's all about Jesus being our life. God is our life. We're just the dirt, and he's come into us, you know, and that's what God is revealing to the whole universe, that light that they have out there is actually God, is from God, and that's what he's trying to reveal, and that's why the Lucifer lost the plot when he thought he's going to be like God. He already was. He already had what he the highest position, but he lost it by trying to get it. And that's where we're losing it here on this earth as Christians, trying to to get salvation rather than believing we already have it because of what Jesus has done and because we're born again and it's him. It's all about him. And we've got to start letting go and letting God do it. So in, in, in other words, the only way that we could ever really truly understand the ant nest illustration is if we had actually created those ants ourselves and if they were our children. Well, we'd have to be an ant. You know what I mean? Because God made us in his image. You know, this is what I'm saying. You know, we're looking at an ant. That's a different thing. You it know? is. It like is a very we. different thing. And, and I think I think the important thing is that all illustrations are you yeah. know incomplete when it comes to you know, understanding God and understanding the power of salvation. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I think you've, you've raised some really good points here this morning, Bruce, and brought some clarity to our discussion. We appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining us. Okay. Oh, and uh, there goes our dodgy phone connection. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I think Bruce had some good thoughts there, Minnie. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciated that. Cause, and I think a lot of us do yeah like you said it's just an illustration it's like trying to understand the mind of god we yes. can't no like we just can't and so kind of trying to make things go oh maybe it was like this maybe it's like this but yeah those those He brought out some good points there about okay we we're vastly different from yes. um the ant nest the random ant nest out in the yard we're not you know there's there's, there's nothing random about this world yeah that's right that's right uh, it's here for a reason and we are the pinnacle of creation on this world yeah uh, we've been given dominion over this world um, as human beings to look after this world, the uh, and and as the highest order or level of of God's creation on this world, then we do we do sit in a very different uh, a different position. And as you said, you know, we've all been predestined to be conformed to the image of His Son. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's what Jesus died for, and that's His whole purpose is for. That's what. Christianity is all about is being transformed, being changed, and becoming like Jesus. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. I really no, appreciate awesome. those thoughts. Hey, yeah. guys, um, it's good to have. We had Wazza called in a bit earlier. Um, always good when Wazza called in. Wazza, of course, called in during the interview, so we couldn't put him on air. Um, but um, got Bruce calling in. If you've got thoughts that you'd like to share, our number is 1-800-324-843. Uh, you can also text us on 491 um, so we've had some people texting in with some ideas as well. Some good interaction this morning. Yeah, Keep it coming. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Keep it this coming. Great. That's why we have an open line here on Faith FM. Um, anytime you want to comment or share, just uh, please do so. All right, where are we up to? Our next verse is Second Peter chapter... We already did that. We did one that one yesterday. They've done it again. Okay, so we'll go to First John chapter 1, verse 7 to 9. First John chapter 1, verse 7 to 9 is the verses we're going to read today. Yes, we are. Okay. Go for it. So, uh, verse 7. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his Son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Verse 10. Uh, that'll do. Okay. Yeah, that's good. All right. So we've got some great promises here uh, mm. about applying the word in our life. Verse 9 in particular, Minnie, I need to ask you about this one. Oh, okay. Great promise right here, right? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you ever applied it in your life? Yes, I have. Have you ever disbelieved it? Yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> you <know>? Have you <laughs> ever applied it multiple times for the same thing, not believing that the first time round it ever actually really happened? You know what, significantly? I This was something... Yeah, this was a really actually massive part of my life like last year. There was a time and then it was this year I was reading. And, I, you know, you kind of learn that you can live forgiven. But I was uh-huh. reading a book this year and it was oh so rebuking because it was literally like God has said, therefore claim it. You are just because you feel that you're not. like, And it was so like, oh, yeah, okay, I know this. God has said it. So why why does my fear and feeling get to overrule what God has said? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but many times. What about you? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah absolutely. This is something that I struggled I struggled with for quite some time. You know, I commit a sin and it's a really bad sin and I feel really, really bad about it mm. and I go to God and ask for forgiveness and then I keep feeling really bad about it throughout the day. Yeah. And um, every time it came into my mind, I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't believe I did that. It's Please forgive me. so bad. And I asked forgiveness for it like 20 times. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, and I'm sure God was like, okay, all right, <laughs> we dealt this. It's gone. Dealt with this on the first one. Uh-huh. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Because I've forgotten about it. Yeah, yeah. And this is the thing. The Bible, okay, so think about the power of God. Mm-hmm. Is God powerful? So powerful. Is God's word powerful? Yes. When God speaks, does it happen? Absolutely. All right. So if God speaks your sin into non-existence, Doesn't does your exist. sin exist? No. If Okay. Uh, as a human being, can we truly forget stuff? Nah. No, it, it, even even yeah. even if we can't recall something to mind, it's still in our subconscious yeah. there somewhere. And you know, but let's say God can God do anything? Yes, yes. Okay, so God can, mm. if He chooses to, actually forget something. Ooh. So it's not actually in His subconscious. It's not actually there anywhere. It actually doesn't exist. My brain is like processing this one. All right. I don't disagree. I'm and just like, God Ooh. says, God says, yeah. I will remember their sins no more. no more. He has the power to do that even though we don't. Oy. And when he forgives your sins, 
he forgets them. Yeah. Okay, they're recorded in the books of record in heaven. We, we, we get that. Um, but he's not remembering it. Mm. He's forgotten it. It's there for the purpose of the judgment. But he doesn't. he's like, what are you even talking about? Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.